0: Hello, this is Hope Lavelle. I want to thank you for listening to the Misfits of Alsetta. You can also watch us live every Wednesday from 6 to 8 PM Pacific time on twitch.tv slash that's how we roll underscore. Now, please settle in and enjoy the show. Hello everyone. Welcome to the That's How We Roll channel tonight. Misfits of Alsetta, chapter two. Um, this is a D and D 5 E game. And all the lovely players before you are playing level nine characters? Correct. Yes. <laughs> um, but before we get to know everybody, we're over to Lee with an announcement that I hope he's ready for.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay. I've been ready okay. for like two minutes. <laughs>
2: really? Why? <laughs> Actually, more than like eight seconds.
1: All right. So any Hoozle. Uh... Idle champions of forgotten realms is an amazing idle game in fact they just uh i think season seven just went live and they've got some really awesome uh rivals of water deep uh skins and they're so beautiful so amazing uh and you can be a part of that and if you'd like you can even have a free electrum chess code all you have to type in is Gent sag please. And you can get a free chess code. Once again, that's GENT SAG hoonies. That's my favorite. Free chess code. Anyway, also, uh, I'm Lee Goldberg. I am a pancake artist. And I also play as David, the Circle of Stars druid in this, I don't know, professional program. <laughs> um, And I just am really excited to be back and uh, figure out where we go next.
2: April, you're number two. I'm number two. Uh, hi. I got distracted. Um, I was reading my character <laughs> sheet. It's been a while. I'm April. You can find me as April Raygood. Uh I play Nia, the little purple kobold bard. That's me. Everything fine now. The danger is over.
3: For now. Hey, everybody. My name is Jacob Plink, you you been walking Jacob all over the internet. I use he, him pronouns, and uh, as per usual, I'll be playing Kototar. He's also he, him, and uh, he's a wonderful uh, Gisari Horizon Walker Ranger. And, uh, oh, oh, oh no, oh no, hold on, Ho- hold on, hold on. Let me just be a little louder for you. Yeah, okay, good. Hi, everyone. Hi, it's me again. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, Kotar here. Let's do some limbo shit.
4: Hey!
5: And <laughs> see you there. Um, I'm hey. Daniel DeNova. Uh, oh my god. Uh, you can find me uh, on socials. Uh, I do voice acting, illustration for a job. And I do this for job. absolute fun. Fantastic. because all these wonderful people that I get to play with. I play Stanley Leon. I play uh, the Dampire Rogue Barbarian. And I'm um, very happy that we were able to help out Kotata fix his realm
4: yes and uh next is me danny gage hi uh i'm on the internet as Bitterthorn, and i play silva the fire genasi warlock of this party (laughs) jesus every damn time i gotta think about it Uh, she's great she's a lot of fun obviously (laughs) so memorable (laughs) Um, she's uh, great she's great (laughs)
3: <laughs> Wait till you see what she's casting tonight.
2: Wonder what it's gonna be. Some tious stares in my really
6: direction. Spell. It's redacted. Uh, hello everybody. Welcome to our little game and our chuckle fucks. Um <laughs> I'm Damien, he him pronouns. I'm playing Reginald Bellagamba. Fighter slash paladin? Wow, things change. And I'll quickly do indigenous acknowledgements. Um I'm beginning today by acknowledging the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation, traditional custodians of the land on which I am playing from, and pay my respects to the elders past and present. We have Daniel from the land of Aotearoa, land of the Maori people. And from North America, we have people from the Bernardino Tetavium, Hohokam, Tsumakua Creek and Cherokee, pay our respects to all indigenous peoples all over the world. Um, I will also just quickly add that we do have a Kofi coming I have been a bit slack. I just need to finalize it and we have exciting goals and hopefully you will join us and support all these wonderful players here so we can do fun stuff and we love you all. Hope!
0: And I am Hope Lavelle, your Dungeon Master for the evening. You can follow me on the socials at the Hope Lavelle to keep up with all the stuff I'm doing because sometimes I do stuff um, but before we get started. I thought we could roll into 2024 with a joke, because I got this new book full of jokes. Okay, here's my favorite one. Some of you may have heard this, but it makes me laugh every time. Okay, so don't spoil it. Okay, where does the Dark Lord keep his evil armies? In his evil sleeves. <laughs>
6: Uh, <laughs> it was a joy having Duval be a part of this cast, your and you know? Jacob.
2: Hey, Duval! Duval, do you get it? Because of sleeves, sleeves, arms, so, and sleeves. I have a lot of fun, I
3: you guys. You were so we have a sudden announcement. Um, I, this is my last episode. Um, Limbo <laughs> is going to burn to the ground. <laughs> By your hand. By my <laughs> hand. <laughs> Which, see, Mayor your aunt can do two meteor swarms. I can do seven. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> and with all of that said, let's roll our intro and get started.
5: Hope. Yes.
1: Hope.
2: I have. And,
5: no, no, uh, and action. Have. action. <clears throat>
0: okay. A recap. So, our adventurers have been through a lot lately. And in the midst of all the chaos of Limbo, they defeated a chaos phoenix to help two gods defeat a chaos phoenix. Um, fought air elemental gods... help things with nightmares and there's been lots of nightmares and things have been happening and that's a great recap so (laughs) it's time for the misfits to have a little bit of a break to recoup they have decided to make limbo their home base of operations somewhere they can go to or be uh, to regroup and make plans and just find safe haven it's been about a month now since all the chaos with the chaos phoenix limbo is or i should say shocked lore and the floating city the githzerai home world is being rebuilt uh quite quickly quite efficiently and things are slowly starting to turn back to normal which you know, for the chaos of limbo, it may not be super normal, but normal for the kids there. Um, in that month, a lot of things have happened. The misfits have each settled down with their own little home, a nice little place to stay, a little abode. And we're going to get to learn about them as we go around in a circle around the table and learn a little bit about what everyone's been up to and we're gonna start tonight who's gonna be the lucky one nira (laughs) what does your little abode look like as you begin to leave your house and head to meet up with everyone else Sorry, the music was just so perfect.
2: <laughs> I just expected like an over, like in my head, I just pictured Nira walking down a yes! w- walkway with like a British overtone. You see the little cottage, and a little yes. Um I can't do that long enough to do that joke, but that'd be really funny. Um, so Nira's house, uh, so Nira is from the mountains in a cave. So her house is kind of built into a hill that wasn't there before. Um, so think a hundred percent Shire Hobbit, like a, a big door in the middle of the side of the a mountain wall, or just like a hill wall, and inside has just stuff everywhere. Um, think of an episode of Hoarders with a fantasy twist. So um, <laughs> in my head, like, have you seen Hal's Moving Castle? You know his bedroom. Yeah. That just stuff on Lots the. Lots of shiny shoved. Just shiny Eww. things, things she's collected, things that if anyone walked in, probably like, where did you get my, f- why do you have my forks? Um, it's just things she's randomly collecting from everywhere. Um, there's like paper strewn about the floor. It's a mess, but it's very, it's a clean mess. Everything's digitated nothing is bad, but she walks out and papers fly about her, um. And one thing I'll let you all know about is, in her house, she has all these little rooms, and every room has a little tunnel. And she has little tunnels into everyone else's homes, where she can just pop up and say hello. And maybe find something for her walls. (laughs) I
0: love it. Um, David, you also have been called to this meeting, and you are leaving your abode. What does it look like?
1: So, um, David's bedroom, it's very cozy. Um, there's not a lot there. It's pretty sparse. Um, there's just a bed in the middle, well, not in the middle, middle, but like in the middle of the room up against the wall, there's a bed. And then there's just shelves of his library, which is not extensive. Uh, there's maybe a dozen and a half books uh, and what while they aren't a ton of them they are all very well worn and read uh, a lot of love has gone into just reading and reading through them and reading them again um, and then in um, kind of its own space on one of the shelves but separated uh, almost like purposefully and disdainfully is the book that he got from the library uh about prophecy stuff uh and it is unlike the other books untouched and unopened um outside of his bedroom there is a really well put together kitchen with just a spice rack going up the side that has every uh mundane and exotic spice you could think of um a almost like a french press coffee i mean like being able to kind of create these things out of limbo and having a really good grasp of limbo. Now it's just like this perfect kitchen to make anything. And you can tell that there's some, uh, some very limbo specific foods that he has been uh, practicing to try to, you know, acclimate well. And he has tested these food items By making food for Kototar and Makiak whenever they try it. Uh, How successful he has been, I don't know. But uh, in one other room, there is uh, this hole in the ground. That looks as if it is spillover from Nira's house in the room. And that is Nira's bedroom. Because she pops in so often that David is pretty convinced they're roommates. Uh, so she has her own room in the house. Aww. And he heads on over to the meeting place.
0: Next we pan over to Silva's abode. Silva, what do we see as you begin to leave your abode?
4: Oh, I step out just um, putting my hand through my hair as I kind of like ruffle like what's obviously some towel dried hair i clearly just took like some sort of shower um or bath and closed the door behind me um it's pretty standard it kind of looks like it's just straight out of the sears catalog you know very uh just home to order um not quite anything defining about it um it's like a, a light gray with white trim and, uh, the inside pretty, you know, what's the word, uh, furnished with all the necessities, um, just, like, nice, uh, what's the, like, a, a, a walnut wood, kind of, like, medium to darkish, uh, brown and, um, the only really bit of decoration that she has in there is the shawl of, um, is draped as a sort of like um, kind of mantle stole over the fireplace uh, as a nice little runner little pop of orange and um, you know there might be a couple of just little trinkets she's collected um, in our journeys but uh, nothing from home nothing else from home that makes this a home Um, and I uh just kind of adjust my clothing as I walk
0: forward. And across the way a little bit, we get to Reginald's home. What do we see?
6: Reginald's home is quite monastic. Very simple. Got some incense all around. Um, little temple, little, um, little shrines here and there. Um, <clears throat> you'll notice... Um, On each of his shrines is a little, got a little painting of each of his friends, um, which he has a little bit of intensity lights. Um, he got these from one of the local, I guess, uh, artists of the Gutsari people. Um, and also on, like, on one side of the wall is this big bar relief. And it's made out of topaz and ruby. And it's over this past month, Reginald has been bothering Silver to do to help him make this beautiful bar-relief. And it's a bar relief of Makiac in his robes, um, as a kind of offering or worship piece. And he just breathes in ah, and then walks out of his home.
0: (laughs) San Leon. You soon make your way out, what do we see?
5: Got me shook, dude. <laughs> I had this all this stuff planned out that I heard, Shrine
0: to Macchiac. <laughs> I instantly looked at Jacob's face. <laughs> yeah, and I just immediately looked at Jacob Hold being on. like... Hold on,
2: it, it took me a
0: second.
2: <laughs> that, that is a 100% a Shrine to Macchiac. Essentially. Okay. <laughs> okay, cool, cool. I was like, oh, that's sweet. <clears throat> no, nope, that's not... That's not, that's for him.
5: <sighs> all right. Well, I'll... Yep. <clears throat> so, of course, San Leon uh, has really had an abode for himself before. Of all the sort of, roughly 400 years, um, so he's taken a great uh, deal in sort of crafting something interesting for himself. First off, as you enter, you'll see that the entire... House, is made of various types of woods, quite rustic. The favorite being redwood. Uh, You see that it is fairly open plan. There are these steps that go up to an open plan style bedroom that looks above, like over the rest of this sort of uh, basically big room. Like it's it, it would be if it wasn't open plan, probably roughly the size of like five of the smaller rooms and so on. But it's open plan, and you can see every little bit is changed into a different thing so it could be like the dining room the room with uh you can see that there's like a kind of a a hearth uh, and uh, a few chairs for reading Uh, you can see that there's books uh, on the tables Um, a lot of these books are fantasy books uh, that deal with things such as uh, heroes um, kind of um, uh, overcoming great odds Um, and then you see that there is indeed uh, a, a sort of latch that goes down stairs into a basement area. If you were to go down there, well... You'd say it's a training area. <laughs> it's just just, it's just training area. You see so- that there is a sand pit and you can see that there's various different types of um, uh, kind of pell. So, of course, there's, you know, a pell is it's basically just something you strike with a sword uh, to kind of train with. You can see there's pells, there's punching bags. Um, there's a few walls you can climb up and down. Um, you can see that um, also there is a small kind of um, uh, libations area uh, sort of near that as well. So that there is just, you know, if you need water, if you need some kind of juice or like a, a quick pick-me-up snack, it's there. But otherwise, yes. Um, over the walls uh, on the, in the open plan area, you can see that there is various like um, small weapons, daggers. Um, you can see that there is paintings here and there. Um, you can see that San Leon has been trying to paint. Uh, trying being the operative word. If you walk in, there's an etzel. And it looks kind of like not trying to be stick figures, but it is um, of, of some of the uh, exploits that we've been doing. You can see that there's like a, kind of like a painting of like um, Uh, us fighting what looks like a giant chicken. Um, (laughs) uh, And you can tell what everyone is except because it accentuates certain things. So, like, the small thing is purple. Oh, that's an arrow. Uh, That one um, has... Is that bow and arrow? No, maybe that's just a D with a... No, that's a bow and arrow. And that one has a flame thingy that's going around it, which has been crossed out by paint. And now you can see there's, like, these little, like, um, really basic, like, five-year-old drawing of star stars around this one figure. Oh, of course, that's, that's David. And uh, with uh, one of them is just marginally bigger than the rest of them, uh, with <laughs> what looks like a clown mask. No, that's not a clown mask. That's some sort of justice mask. I'm not sure. <laughs> and no, that's Reginald. Um... Obviously, the painting didn't do the mask justice. And then, San Leon is um, just there, like like as a basic stick figure with two swords, (laughs) as he walks out.
0: And finally, Kotatar. These homes are very close to each other. They all share a common courtyard with a little water feature and some magical uh, displays that come out of them, a very Limbo-esque uh, aura. Do you create a little abode here or do you just stay at your abode in Shrocklore?
3: Uh, I still, I just stay at my uh, my abode in, in Um But I think given that, I think he's maybe finally getting used to the the lack of noise, the mm. the lack of consistent clattering and um Reginald asking a r- really weird question uh to Makiak. Um oh what color is this thing? Um and <laughs> why does that even matter? Um and uh he uh as he's sort of like heading downstairs, um He uh, looks down at the steps and then places uh, two hands on the ground and then uh, pops up into a handstand. And handstand walks down the steps and then backbends at the end and like pops up. Put a size and looks around at the empty. and uh sees uh right above the the right actually to the left I think of the door, um uh the newest upgrade to his abode. A very familiar poem.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: And looks at it for probably longer than uh than he'll ever admit. Um and runs to the kitchen grabs this large carafe of freshly steeped tea. uh, And um, as he walks out, he kisses his hand, presses it on the palm, and walks out the door.
0: As you walk out the door, you hear, you're in such a rush. Are you going to wait for me?
3: Kinda spins around. I actually thought that was the one that was late.
0: (laughs) And Makiak will join you as you guys leave and you make your way to the Floating City. Everyone makes your way, so everyone else is in the Floating City. The Floating City is still being reassembled, rebuilt, the foundation is there Um, And through magical means, monasteries have reappeared and temples and even uh, uh, shops and libraries. And you guys find yourselves uh, in a temple, a small temple. And as you enter, it is lined Mm. with books and and maps and things. And, and in the far back is a private room with a large table. And that is where you guys meet up. <clears throat> Makiac joins you. Uh, and then it is just the six of you all. You gather um, around. Yes?
5: I'm just, was I walking, I'm pulling a mousetrap off my coat. <laughs>
0: where it came from no one knows Um, you guys meet up and find your place around this table and a month has gone by and much has happened and today you find yourselves meeting to discuss your next plans And as you do so, you find your seats, you look warmly at everyone, and in just the moment before you all speak with each other... David. Yes? What is... What was the main thing that David focused on over the past month of being here at Limbo?
1: Uh, walking up to the chair david has um like a sleeveless uh almost like a duster jacket sort of thing like it's got like a, kind of a, a like a collar that kind of comes up a little and it's just silver lined and all the pattern work on it is just like celestial and stars and things like that and it almost looks like it in itself it's not really but just the patterns and colors look like it's moving um and david when he kind of presented the idea of staying in limbo he found himself uh going to the anarchs and kind of asking them to in a kind of part train with them but also he wanted to see if he could use you know because he's not the strongest but in limbo he's becoming really uh um, adept in using it so he's actually working with the anarchs to sort of sculpt with limbo uh you know repairing walls fixing this so he's been like helping kind of in that sense to rebuild actual like buildings and things like that. And he's been doing that with like the Anarchs that are kind of that, are the you know, they've been like holding the everything together with their abilities and things like that. Now they're kind of helping kind of focus that uh, to rebuild and probably a week or two into That process um as he sort of had like kind of been able to just be in touch with that more he actually goes and um calls upon uh kotatar nira and makiak to have a discussion
0: where does this take place
1: um Probably in the courtyard, just cause, like he's like out there kind of like gazing at the stars and he just kind of comes and asks them to like join him briefly.
0: So, we go back then, uh, a week or two into the month, Kotatar, Makiak, David, and you said mm mm-hmm. Mhm. You all have found yourselves in the courtyard as per David's request.
1: Uh, I think he starts by going to Nira and saying when when we finished our battle and you talked about me sounding like someone else or and, and, and wondering if another voice, if there was someone else in there I I don't like how I responded to you um, I was very dismissive of the idea and and you didn't deserve that. And I think it came from the fact that I've spent ever since I got the abilities that I... I I didn't train to be a druid. I didn't train to adventure. It just happened to me. And I felt that I haven't been in control of any of what's happened since. And, And so... The idea that there's another entity, um, it scared me so much that i i treated you the one person I would never want to treat in a way that was just unforgivable. Um, I just want to start by saying I'm sorry.
0: It's okay.
2: Uh, th- there was a lot going on.
1: And but I don't know... To say that
2: you're not you. Yeah.
1: And whether that is or isn't the case, Kozatar, uh, Mackie, I... I... I can feel... Limbo. And something else... Coursing in my blood. I... Inside, I came here and I hated it and I didn't understand anything. And now, and as I was like, I, I like lift my hands, like just like some like stones kind of like come up from the ground and like spiral around and they form into um, a cup. And I'm just like, that's not hard. I did, I barely thought about wanting a cup. Does this make sense to any of you? Uh
2: Um. Uh, may I? And I'm going to pop off to Tech Thoughts to hear if anything during that conversation is brain-changed or if still sound like static.
1: Um. It's like you hear my thoughts and it's less static but it's almost like echoing. Like, everything that I'm thinking, as the words are being thought, they're being, like, kind of like, like, when you do, like, row, 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 and then someone else jumps in, row, it's like, everything I'm thinking, and if you want to dig deeper, David is, like, looking at you kind of, like, nodding.
2: I'm, okay, Nira is going to, we're both short anyway, crouch down a little bit and kind of look up at you, and... I'm going to dig deeper I'm going to say hello but here is where I need to point something out in the the description of detect thoughts questions verbally directed at a target creature naturally shape the course I'm trying to target whatever's inside of David and not David I'm trying to target the echo Opal so I'm feel to loud. the echo into thought into
1: may I take you... the scene so and you, also you save on this. right? I don't save. I I am okay. letting you in. Okay. Um, you close your eyes, and everything is black. You are just standing. It's like you've been transported into just uh-huh. a, a a blackness, and I step into frame. David steps into frame, and is like, "Hi," and then out from him. So many Davids start to spiral around you, and they all say hi. Like uh, you, you can't count. It's like infinite Davids.
2: Uh, using detect thoughts, I'm going to try to pinpoint the echo. And it's if there's if it's different if it sounds different if it's mental wavelength like, sounds different than the mental wavelengths around me.
1: It doesn't.
5: it uh, all it's Nira. every
1: single one is david
2: i'm going to try to Nira, do what something. do you see uh well this is what i'm going to try to do i'm going to message kotatar i need your help i know you could i think i you've done this i think you can hear things or see things you could do this right
3: he wordlessly puts a hand on, on both your shoulders and also casts check thoughts.
2: So I'm gonna try to pull Kotatar.
0: With the magic of limbo to where we are. I'll even go further and say uh Mac-Yak looks at you, David, and asks non-verbally for permission to do so as well.
1: And so since Nira's still in there, she'll like physic- she'll like see every day of a go. Yeah, come on in.
0: Okay. So, all And three, it's all in unison. All three of Perception us are check? now.
2: What's are that? they all in unison? Perception check.
0: Uh, give it I a give like it more of an investigation.
2: Okay. Nine, they all look the same.
0: Mm
4: hmm.
2: Cut the tire back, yeah, I need help. Okay. Um,. And uh, when they come in, I'm like, "It's not. It's something. It's not right. There's too many." Um,
3: David.
1: Yeah. And like the 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 echoing of it, because it's so in sync, starts to
3: just sound like one voice. Something that we've talked about before is. When I'm on the prime material, I feel different. I feel like I'm a half a step slower. Like I lost something. Do you feel the opposite? Do you You feel like you've gained something?
1: You know, I, I also felt when I was on the prime material plane... Not a step slower, because it's all I knew, but yeah, I gained a step, I feel like, since I've been here.
2: During this Hmm. time, Nira has pulled out an instrument and is absent mindedly playing it. Uh, I'm working towards enthralling performance.
0: Okay, and what does that do? Uh, It charms a creature. Of your choice, or just uh, one? Uh, five
2: creatures of my choice that have watched and listened to you perform for one minute. They can okay. make a wisdom saving throw, and if not, they're
0: charm free me for an hour. Or tail sure. takes damage. Okay. Uh, so you begin to do that. Uh, Makiak looks at you, David, and just says, When you needed protection, Limbo answered. Limbo took you in and saved you, and in return, you accepted limbo into yourself. This does not happen lightly. There is something within you that was made for limbo, something I cannot even see.
1: That doesn't make me feel a whole lot better but Uh, and like we all like i just like it used to be kind of a little bit discordant but now ev like if david looks to his right to the davids every single david also looks right even if there's no one to the
3: movie like (laughs) like everyone's yeah moves
1: and then um, as this conversation is kind of continuing, very slowly, you start seeing the Davids recede and start just combining into one another until they just eventually form into just David. And now it's just the four
3: of us. What's different between all of the multitudes of you and what just happened, how do you feel now?
1: I don't feel different. I never felt, I never felt them. I just felt me. And I don't feel more or less of me now.
0: Um. Makiak is going to do an arcana check followed by detect magic. So that is a 23 on arcana. Okay. And then 30 feet of detect magic. Does Makiak sense anything magical here?
1: Um. I mean, is limbo in and of itself would it ping as magical or his own
0: Yes, thing? but this arcana is more geared towards an entity. Is there with magical- that
1: high of a role? I would say it is like literally like the kind of conversation, the comment of infinite Davids, it's it's it is just David infinitely. So it's not, it is. So basically, he is learned, he is, he would discover that there aren't entities. There's just so much David. And magically, it's just pure limbo. And what was his role for that? Just detecting it
0: yeah just to detect
1: Uh, he detects like a glue a void as a glue like holding the limbo into the body like so it just doesn't course through it stays and that's why you kind of see the like spiral of like in his eyes you can see like it like spiraling through him if you look in his eyes you can see like the rotation of it sometimes
0: how do you feel with this new ability, new power, do you feel disturbed? Do you feel worried about it?
1: I I never felt disturbed or worried about it until I saw the worry in Nira when it happened and the ps- prophesizing was maybe a little worrisome, but... I've never felt better, and having you three here...
3: ...feels right. It also seems that whatever this is that you are waking to, it is still merely the beginning fun. Perhaps in time. And with patience and training. You can
1: learn to master it. I'll continue with the Anarchs to build a city and train, yeah.
3: You see him kind of... It's probably a little odd coming from him. And typically, he's got, you know, serious, stony eyes. But there's this softness to them. That you can see. And a bit, not quite a smile, but like a sort of a pursed lips a little bit. Perhaps it will just be like knitting.
0: Is there any last moments, David?
1: Uh, Nira, is there anything that you would want to contribute in this or? I guess no. I guess near David would kind of look to Nira though, and just be like, "How do you feel?"
2: Well, just nods like, "If you feel okay, it's fine," uh, but she's not okay with it.
0: Um, give give me a deception check, Nira, if you want to hide that fact that you are not. Yes, fine I with would it. like to do that.
1: Okay. My passive insight is nineteen.
0: Ooh, okay. That was so a is natural mine. one. Oh, yeah. She can't hide it. You you do know she's not... She's not okay with it. Whether Whatever you do with that information, up to you. But, before you could do anything, I'm dropping Detect
2: thoughts. And I'm out. And she out. is gone.
3: And she disappears. Yeah.
2: I mean, I'm still standing next to you. I'm just not yeah. in Mind palace.
3: We're, we're not in the thing. I, know. Yeah, yeah.
2: I, I drop it. I just run as fast as <laughs> I can. Like, awesome. Oh no! She <laughs> I got mean, away it. again. Flat Damn landscape. it!
1: <laughs> I think that there's a sadness in David's face, seeing that as he kind of slowly like exits whatever this void is, leaving Detect thoughts.
0: David. With this month that has gone by and what you have learned and how you have been helping rebuild uh, the floating city, you gave this one to your survival. San Leon, yes. you look around to your comrades around the table at the end of this month. Knowing that you guys have come together to discuss a plan, what has San Leon been focusing on this past month here?
5: Well, um, I want to start by saying, as we all sort of gathered together um, over the past month, uh, you see that San Leon's hair has become a bit more unruly and a bit wavy. Um, it's funny before it was very slicked back and fairly straight and you could even see almost like an indent around Here for some reason that's gone. It's now a bit more fluffy a bit more volume a bit uh, bit more wavy And you can see that now. He's also he's bought a coat uh, from uh, from limbo um, Whether it be to remember it or not he's bought a, a coat that also has a piece um, here that can hold it Um, On almost like a cloak, so it goes down to the calves um, and uh, quite often he'll take the sleeves off and just have it um, Kind of almost cloak-like over the shoulder What he has been doing is There's a couple things so a solo scene of him You would note that he has been furiously kind of um, writing in his abode you see him writing, taking down notes, um... You see, if, if anyone were, was ever spying on him, you see that he's, like, tapping furiously on his head. And sort of going... And starting writing more. Um, as to what that is. Maybe you'll find out, maybe you won't. Um, you see that, uh, he had been painting. As I told you before. Bit of painting. Um, uh, trying. Trying to paint. Uh, reading a lot. Uh, he'd stay up, um... You noted that, uh, when left to his own devices, he often stays up at night and reads, and then tends to sleep during the day. Um... At one point, rather, uh, Nero, uh, you hear a... at your door.
2: Ah, uh, come in, come in. It's probably always unlocked anyway.
5: I just kind of opened it. Is, is, is the door, like, n- not you short, kind of bend down. Yeah, short? Yeah, it's short. My
2: entire house is short, so hmm. uh, you probably get comfortable and you're like, oh, and then probably go outside.
5: I just, I Gandalf that and hit the top. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't um, need an
2: eight-foot ceiling. She's two foot tall. <laughs> yeah,
5: yeah. Uh, you see that, um, he just kind of, uh, after, like, me fumbling around for, like, a couple minutes, you he, he can see that Sam Leon's a bit, um, not, like, uncomfortable, but he keeps accidentally bumping his head on things.
2: Oh, uh, uh, uh actually, come to my tall room, and, uh, we go into another room that's... They
5: <laughs> have two. Uh,
2: it's the boy. It's oh, four exciting. feet tall.
5: <laughs> it's like,
2: wait, who's the tallest in the party?
1: Yes. Sometimes <laughs> Reginald.
2: I'm 6'1". Me enjoy it, okay. I think. I think it's, like, 6'2". <laughs> It's over, oh. so it's, like, barely comfortable.
5: I just, like, look up and just kind of, like, go on my tiptoes and just touch it with the tip of my head. Go back down again. Well, um, we haven't really hung out properly, and we did say we were going to jam, you and I.
2: Yes, I actually, I, I did want to come find you. I have this thing, hmm. um, and I, I would sad. like to know how to use it. And she pulls out her rapier That's she's always had, oh. but never
5: used. Uh, you see, um, suddenly on it, suddenly go for the sun blade, goes, no, no, no one. <laughs> pulls out the other rapier, uh, the, oh, I, um, but, I mean, we can one. talk
2: if, whatever, uh, I just, I just, I was gonna find you so we could do this, cause I need to learn how to, and she just, like, flails it around.
5: That, you're going to damage your house. Um, I would suggest, if we want to do this, we come to my training abode. I have a training, uh, station, uh, in my house. But, that's, that's uh, probably better. would you like to jam first? Or would you like oh, uh... to train first? Uh, I am always ready. Always ready. I love it. Oh, where was the one? Um, you see him pull out this kind of... Uh, it's its a strange um, l- loot, maybe a lyre. And you can see that the patterns on this thing uh, is kind of... You see, like, the, the washing of waves. Um, kind of like almost like an ocean sea spray uh, that's been carved into the wood. Um, and you can see that um, there are certain... Uh, where the tuning uh sort of like um pieces are you can see that they're, they've kind of been adorned with shells and various kind of sea-like pieces um on and the strings are strange looking they're, they're, there's most certainly strings on this lyre but it's almost like they've been uh interwoven with um bits of almost like dried seaweed twisted into it he goes well what do you want to play i see uh, what
2: what what do you know
5: Oh, you sing. Okay, what's what's your favorite song? Ooh, oh, that's a hard one. Uh, and and you see San just kind of like for a for a, he just kind of ponders for a minute and goes, ah, well, my friend used to sing this song all the time, and um, I think I'll give it a go. And you see that he kind of starts like um, making sure that like this thing hasn't been tuned in a while and just kind of tunes it. Um, goes, I will play it. Nowhere near as good as he did, but let's give it a go. It's um, it's a apparently a water genasi, uh, piece.
2: Ooh. Is that where you got your, uh, instrument from?
5: Uh, um, yes. Yes, I would say, I, I, uh, I got it from my friend. Yes. And Tilts you can see that he's-
2: <laughs> You can see, like, I'll put, yeah. she puts a pin in that for later. Okay, uh, what, what's the song?
5: Well, the song is, um, it's called, uh, Sea Spray, um, and it's uh, apparently a homage to the joining of, uh, the land and sea, so it's, um, the tonal of it is basically where worlds join, um, that's how I explained it. That's, that's beautiful,
2: that's beautiful. April's taking oh. notes to remember this later, He can't talk and write at the same time.
5: One thing that he uh. used to do which was quite amazing was he would use illusionary magic to um, put the, you know, he'd play in the tavern and he would see that everything just became the ocean lapping up onto people's like legs and you could smell the, uh, the sea um, and sort of the, the beach. It was, it was phenomenal. I can't beautiful. do that.
0: I can't make
2: things look like things anymore. I kind of lost that, that, in the first place we went. The, the uh, cards? Oh,
5: hmm. man.
2: They're probably still alive down there. Oh. Oh. Uh, but, uh, uh, but, um, <laughs> oh. uh, I can make things smell, and I press a digit C smell.
5: You see San Leon just, like, is almost, like, paralyzed for a, a good five seconds. And you see him shake his head, um, go, all right, uh, shall we play? <clears throat>
2: We, uh, we should
5: play the song. Yes. I guess we do performance checks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I was going to allow it to just...
5: I'll just jam? Okay. Uh, if it's no just based one, no off roleplay, Leon is rusty, but it's there. You know, he, he can play. It's just a bit stiff. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, I oh, did roll well, for it. I... I got a natural twenty for a thirty-three. Um, I don't Nira doesn't know the song, but I think she picks it up real quick.
5: Um Yeah, so San I did roll for it just for funsies. And I rolled a two on the dice. Oh no. For a six. Um it's not it's not good. Uh you like he could so he can play it. He he can play the bars, but it just sounds sad.
2: <laughs> I think, uh, If You'll Allow Me Hope with my 33, uh, you start playing it and Nira just kind of starts to get it, because of her her knowledge of music. Hmm. And as you're playing, Nira, not hard, but you'll feel it like a little gust and your finger will change. She's trying to help you play the song better in her own little way.
5: The corner of San Leon's mouth just kind of curls upwards in a, in a half smile and goes, and just continues to um, he sings um, it's I don't know if this would catch you off guard or not uh it's meant to be a happy song, but it sounds mournful and then and then halfway through um you see that um Sam just kind of st- sort of stilts and kind of catches on himself and goes. Ugh. Uh, I, I, uh, uh, you haven't seen him like this before and he's very flustered, uh, and just kind of, I, I, um, if it would be all right, I think maybe we can continue on a bit later. I,
2: do you want to talk? Do you want to talk about
5: it? Sure, why not? Um, Uh, you see.
2: Would you like a cup of tea? I know that, uh, David and Kojidar do this before someone talks to them. I feel like I'm supposed to.
5: I would love a cup of tea, yes.
2: Uh, brings out, uh, goes to the kitchen, throws a bunch of stuff on a tray, uh, mismatched cups, one of them is for sure one of your cups, um, and brings out tea and snacks.
5: You color-coded that cup, didn't you?
2: Uh, I have a cup for everyone.
5: That's fantastic. Well, you chose the right colours. That's my favourite. Ha, <laughs> ha, uh, ha! What tea is this? I mean, it takes a sip. Ah, oh, a classic, bold, good tea. Right. Um, I haven't told anyone this. Um, but I've been around you all for a while, and I just—I uh, feel feelings welling up inside me that I haven't felt for a while I think it best I can talk about my friend but I might leave out bits for later if that's all right it's hard to talk about <laughs> it all at once
2: whatever you're comfortable with
5: thank you my friend um, Petra court was their name they were a, essentially a, a roaming bard I made friends with them back when i was let's say living at home and i would sneak off to various towns and villages and one night i met him playing one of his pieces the funny thing was is that i aspired music as well so i listened and after that i talked to him um and we we hit it off quite well he he was about as uh <laughs> he was about as egotistical as i was at the time let's put it that way and believe it or not i've mellowed out quite a lot over the last 400 years <laughs> uh,
2: you hear nira going what
5: oh i know i'm i'm painfully self-aware nira painfully so but we hit it off and we would play and he would teach me to play and i thanked him for it and well he was uh, um an amazing mentor over the next 10 years um we became fast friends um in, in fact you see this doublet i'm wearing under and he just kind of goes why am i still wearing this coat hold on takes the coat off this doublet you've probably seen me quite protective of it um that was his doublet actually so I wear it as a. Uh, to remember him by. Um, when I left uh, to seek greener pastures, leave it at that in terms of what I talk about in that regard, I went to go past the village that he was from. And it was gone.
2: The village was gone?
5: Raised. Burned.
2: I'm I'm so sorry.
5: Uh, Well. So I I searched through the rubble. I was um, stricken with grief as you might imagine. And I found... I found his lyre. Now, I never found his remains. Maybe he escaped. I don't know. But to this day, I've held on to it. However untuned it is, I I do try to tune it. It's quite fickle, this thing. But I've never changed the strings out. Never had to. Weirdly. And over the years, I've played it less and less. I suppose over time, as my memories of this incident became more in the back of my mind, the more I looked at it, the more I dreaded pulling the instrument out. It, it would bring it freshly back to my conscious. Uh, it has. Um. You see that he's he's he's, he's trembling a little bit, um, and you see him steady his hand again. He was with the cup. He's trembling a bit. But I think it's good. I want. I want to remember him. I, but it, it's going to take a while to get to grips with it, I think. Do, do you. do you understand?
2: I think I do. Okay. You lost someone that you cared about very much, and you don't know what happened, and it's hard to think no. about it. How, um, how, uh, how, how long ago is this?
5: <laughs> well, that's what I was about to bring up. I don't know if he's still alive. It was, about 400 years ago. Uh,
2: Nira's doing math in her head. Do, do water genasis live that long? April's asking, not Nira. <laughs> uh,
0: I think they, they follow the rules of Elven, so... So, yeah. Could Possibly. Be. Uh, well, um,
2: there's still a chance. We could, we could look. If we're gonna go, if, if we, I mean, everyone seems to be up in arms about the vampire family, and if they want to go that way, and we walk past, it's not good, it wouldn't hurt.
5: <laughs> Maybe. I haven't been back since those 400 years have passed. I don't know what's changed. So much will have changed. Maybe. Maybe I could ask around, but no, I don't know. Most of the population there were human. Generations <laughs> will have gone past.
2: You know what? I don't... Everyone's say kobolds only live, like, five years, and I know for a fact we live much longer than that, so I don't... I don't Beautiful. think we could trust anyone's definition of time, and we could always go look. Or at least... Get some closure. Last time you were there was emotionful and you weren't able to do the thing where you like grieve. Um, you probably also have never gr- grieved um, on your run. You should, you're allowed to do that.
5: You know, I think I'm starting to realize that this is the safest I've been in hundreds of years. I've always been on the run. I've never been able to. Be comfortable. A few times I've had been comfortable. I've I've lost more people, and I'm so scared of losing all of you.
2: We fought a god, like three of them, in like a week. I don't I don't want to discredit and say that we can't, but like we're we're doing pretty good. I think if anybody you're gonna try to be comfortable and relax about, I think we might be them. We could we could help. <laughs> I could also make the dome again, and then nothing could get it for like eight hours. Nothing. Nothing is gated in there. So we could always just take a nap in there. Let's get everybody.
5: I've always wondered about that dome. Can things dig underneath it?
2: No, it's got a bottom.
5: Oh, that's so cool.
2: <sighs> I have lots of sisters. I had to learn to use it.
5: So do I. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well. You want to do some training?
2: Yeah, let's stab things now.
5: Yes, I've got oh, I've got pells, so you can actually stab actual things. We'll see how strong you are. It'll be great. Come, come. Um, and I, I, step up and almost hit my head on the tall roof because mm-hmm. I jumped too much, and go. I think we'll need to remember that, right?
2: I'll, come, I'll make a taller,
5: Mira. <laughs> You can do that. <laughs> As he says, he exits. So Though this, this is this is lim- this
2: is limbo. Still, oh, like yes. every, anything is like you could. You were confused I had two rooms and you have a fighting pit. I don't don't know why that confused you.
5: I get, um, I'm still not 100% used to limbo, as we're walking over wherever, maybe as a courtyard or something to the next abode. I'll do something limbo related, you know, maybe I'll change something. And then if I haven't for a while, I'll just forget I can.
2: I get that, that's probably true. (laughs) I keep trying to make more stuff to see how much stuff I can get and stuff keeps coming.
5: Ooh, that means that you're good at it, I think. It was there, the Anarchs, I believe, I, I can't remember. Isn't Anarchs, and he opens his own door, like, short for anarchy, I don't and walks through the door.
2: I think we just mutter back and forth as we go and
5: yeah,
2: we, go, like, <laughs> the we don't stop talking, but I feel like if we keep nah. doing this, it's just going to be us muttering together. Prattle, prattle,
5: prattle, prattle. Um, both of us just, like, yes. Um, Limbo small talk. So, and San Leon just tr- trained you, yes?
0: Yes, yes. Um, I'm going to learn how to use this weapon. Uh, Nira learns a little bit of how to uh, use a weapon. And, San Leon, in your time in this month, you get a plus one to your performance. Ooh. We come back to the table. <laughs> Everyone is seated now, and Silva, you glance around at all of your friends, and you reflect back on what this month has meant for you. What has the overarching idea been for your month? And you're muted. Right, sorry, thank you. I (laughs) look
4: around the table, Uh, the camera kind of like pans away, and you notice that Uh, Under the table, uh, I am kind of picking underneath my nails. Uh, They're painted black and uh, there's like something caked underneath the nail that I'm kind of just picking at. And um, you see my thoughts um, go back to what I was doing this morning. I've been doing every day this past month and i'm on the ground of this small home and there's the simple blue rug in the center and um it's been rolled back and instead of uh where the rug usually sits there are piles of books pages open to different pages and chalk in my hands hovering my hands i've been wiping things away, readjusting, and you see some sort of circle, some sort of magical-type circle. Uh, not sure what the purpose is, but I'm scratching furiously at it as I sigh defeat, and wipe it over, and kick the rug back over it, because it was another fail again today. I'm studying magic, I'm trying to learn, I'm trying to figure out how to channel whatever this stuff is in me, this ability I've been given. It's not how Nero describes it, it's not how David describes it. It's not working. And we come back to me at the table as I dust off the last bits of grime under my nail. And I look around the table, waiting for
0: the meeting to begin. Silva, in your month of being private about what you do, and in your own time, hiding that this is something you're working on, you gain a plus one to your arcana. Okay, sweet. Reginald. You find a seat probably closer to the front of the table at the top. And uh, as you take your seat, what has this past month been for you?
6: OK, so Reginald, this past month has been, apart from the things already described, has been around Makiac a lot, has been trying to learn as much techniques as possible and probably getting under his skin a little bit with the amount of questions he gives him and how often he is at his doorstep. So, in the times when Mackyax says he's busy, um, Reginald would have been uh, sword training, I think, with San Leon, uh, trying out new techniques and the such. And also, as mentioned, he would have been setting his house up and working with Silver to create this beautiful bar relief of his master. So we go back to a scene where Silver is at Reginald's house and he is, he's invited Silver into his abode and he begins by saying as the camera pans to this bar relief that is rubies and and topaz, it is bright, bright colours, very bright. And he welcomes Silver in and says, "Oh, Silver, what do you think? Is it bright enough? Do you think?"
4: I think it's bright enough. I just, I are you sure Codotar is going to be okay with you having a, a uh whatever this is.
0: This is uh, to, I'm, to I'm remind not me. To...
6: This is to remind me of my master.
4: I, I know, but it comes off more like you're kind of, like, crushing on him.
6: Crushing on him. Oh, no, 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 no. He's purely my teacher.
4: Okay. Well, I mean, yeah. I just just make sure Kotatar knows that if he sees this.
6: Yes, yeah, so I haven't talked to him much this month. Um, oh, listen, there's a bit of a scratch there. Let me get that. Let me get that. Um, yeah, would, yeah. Would you maybe, like it? Would...
4: Uh, Maybe like uh less candles here, I don't know, it gives off like a vibe, mm, mm, I think just having it is you know enough, probably,
6: yes, maybe twenty seven candles is a bit too much,
4: yeah, yeah, maybe like narrow it down to like one
6: <laughs> mm yes i'll take I'll take them, I'll take them, yeah,
4: they're pretty though, I mean, you can like yeah do for decoration.
6: beautiful, yeah, absolutely gorgeous, just,
4: just not right here um,
6: would you like some, I believe this is called orange juice, would you like some?
4: uh sure
6: sure i met this you've never had
4: orange juice before
6: well i have had juice but i don't think i've had something this bright
4: i guarantee you've had orange juice before you've had it really had to have orange juice before really It's definitely at your parents table
6: i thought that was grapefruit juice but okay um i met this charming githserai lady Mm -hmm. named shamarath and i don't know where the hell she got orange juices for oranges for that matter but
4: uh um, i don't know maybe an orange tree
6: in limbo hmm huh. when does never see i have no
4: idea how the fauna of this place or the flora i don't know what's it, what's it called fruit uh, um, yeah yeah i don't know where oranges grow better but i i'm guessing that's where it's from yeah
6: Anyway, um, aside from obvious reasons, the reason I invite you today is I just want to have a little chat. I mean, I I was just thinking about when we started this adventure. Why, Why did you come with me? Was it just to make sure I didn't stumble into a big hole?
4: Are you going to be offended if I say yes?
6: No, no, I'm not. I was really not not okay. my best self back then.
4: yeah, I was mostly going to make sure that you didn't die. Mm.
6: I thought it. as I thought as much. I'm trying to change. I'm trying with my master's my master's teaching, I'm trying to yeah I'm trying to move forward and not be such a ninny.
4: Well, then. Drink up your orange juice, cause people that aren't ninnies have to go big and strong.
6: Cheers to that. Cheers to that. Um, do you regret coming with me?
4: I mean, I don't really know what else I would have done.
6: Well, the reason I say is, I, I don't, I don't want you to stay around just, just to protect me, or just feel like you need to protect me. Do you? Do you feel like you have? A purpose here a reason to be here aside from me i mean i love your company i want i want to be around you my dear friend for as long as possible but don't feel an obligation please
4: i mean i i don't know i don't i don't think you needed the amount of protection you needed before i oh. think that you're getting there I don't know why I'm sticking around.
6: How do you feel about our teammates? Do you feel a connection or just a duty?
4: I mean, they're alright. I I think they're a little crazy and it's hard to figure out what's going on half the time. Um, I don't know. Thank goodness Kototar's around. I probably would have lost my mind by now.
6: Hmm. They all seem very fond of you.
4: Why would you say that? I
6: see the way they look at you, with smiles and warmth.
4: We're talking about me. Yes.
6: Especially San Leon. I mean, you can tell that he... Oh,
4: that's because he cheats every time we race.
6: But that's his way of showing affection. And his little quips, that means he loves you all the more.
4: I think his little quip's just mean that he's trying not to be upset about something.
6: Well, perhaps 50-50, yes, there could be two reasons there.
4: Well, I don't know. I think I I will stick around. I think as uh, irritated as they make me sometimes, they are good people. And...
6: I'm so glad to hear that.
4: I think that it gives me something to do.
6: Here's to that. Anyway, um... Thank you for being my friend. And for everything- Thanks for everything... being
4: mine and dragging me along.
6: <laughs> Anytime, my dear. Oh, when i was over at your house the other day i I tripped over your rug and i noticed some weird scratchings on the floor
4: no that what what was was, that you know the other night we've been playing this game you like draw things on the floor and you try to guess what they are it was a terrible game i hate it i'm never playing it again
6: oh yes we played a similar game back in sackville didn't we yes yes that makes perfect sense
4: Hey, so if you haven't ever tried orange juice, have you ever tried cranberry juice?
6: Cranberry juice? No, what is this magical drink I hear?
4: And I will start telling you all of the magical juices that you have been missing out on.
0: Ah! <laughs> and as That's, you guys... And scene. Yes, yeah, as, <laughs> as you learn about juices and the magic that lies within them, reginald you gain a plus one to your insight
5: Ooh,
0: i have insight. <laughs> and we come back to the table where kotatar sits strong next to makiak and kotatar what has this past month been for you and what has stood out
3: a struggle um <clears throat> There is, however, at this point, a level of peace, sort of written on his his face and in his eyes. And as like we sort of move back about a month, the eyes more gaunt, little bloodshot, much more burnt out, more uh Upsetty Betty, Kototar, as he sits in Mackayak's study, Makiac sitting behind his, uh, his desk, um, and we seem to sort of catch them in mid-conversation. So I thought the most infuriating thing that's happened to me in the past several months would be defeating this Chaos Phoenix and not really getting anywhere closer to finalizing whatever this shit is with the Nightmare King. And then suddenly, Reginald walks out of the room, palleted of I, I
0: am sorry if that upset you. I did take into consideration your feelings. But I think he needs me.
3: I've learned to properly never second guess you. And I'm not in this situation. I'm just trying to do things a little differently. Because what I've realized is as much as These people have leaned on me. I need to learn to lean on them.
0: Do you not wish to see Reginald grow as a person?
3: Of course I do. And honestly, it's probably a much larger nightmare if it was anybody else.
0: I will only guide him to the edge of limbo. He will have to fend for himself soon. When you leave this place, he will have to learn on his own. I will be there as a guide for him when I can. But for you, you will leave Limbo again?
3: This threat is still out there. And on top of that, as much as I... It pays me to admit we wouldn't have gotten this far without any of them. Including Reginald.
0: They will not always look to you as a leader. And how will that make you feel?
3: It's like uh putting on this new Jacket, this new role. And I haven't quite figured out how I feel about that. So I haven't even considered the opposite. But I also sincerely doubt that we will go back to whatever came before. There's too much has happened. But I suppose there is a positive side to that. But I also think that I, as you know, trust is not something I give to many. And I've certainly only opened my heart to you. But though Much as I hate to admit it, strategically, that might make sense for me to do that for them.
0: It is not a weakness to open your heart to others, in fact, it is a strength. You are very strong in many ways, but sometimes I worry that you are holding back. In fear of what it might mean to become vulnerable.
3: I wish you were there. This fight. You know, I never doubted Menyoraga's existence, though many, or perhaps even some, do. The legend's too powerful the myths too unbelievable. But I do see and he says something very strange to me. Something of perhaps becoming use the word sage. And I thought to myself, Perhaps this path that I have chosen, though initially a thinking it a boon, perhaps is too narrow. Over the road seems just as long as it ever has been.
0: Does it frighten you to think that you could become sage-like?
3: No. just doesn't seem right.
0: Maybe not now, but the future may hold it.
3: And in truth, a year ago these people were nothing more than shields to me. and sharing tea
0: (laughs) i like what you have become who you have become of course i loved you then i love you just as much now but what i love most is seeing your growth your Agreeance to change, to allow others in. It makes me happy.
3: And like, there's a there's like that, like the grin of someone being like stabbed. Like, it's just like, I'm happy to hear it.
0: He sees it all over your face.
3: <laughs> yeah, you can't keep anything from him. <laughs> yeah.
2: But I'll never be too far.
3: Besides, now we have a very cute poem on the wall.
0: <laughs> I love it. It's perfect.
3: I admit, I I quite enjoy it, too. Not really sure how to explain that to her, though.
0: (sighs) Look at you, getting all gushy.
3: (laughs) No! Go back to your book! (laughs) (laughs)
0: Love you, too. If there's nothing else for you, Kotatar, You... You gain... You gain a plus one also to your insight As you have learned much about your companions.
3: I think, and uh, we'll go ahead and put the hashtag Danny was right. Um, as much as I, Jacob, thought, thought differently at the time. Um, I think he's also learned a lot about himself too. Yeah,
0: that's good. And back to the table once more, the last one filing in. Is little Nira, and as you see your friends gathered around a table, looking at you, we flash back to what this month has meant for you.
2: Uh, For Nira, she spent a lot of this month um, writing, just everything that's been going on, and putting details in her book and drawing little pictures that go with it. Uh, She has also taken this time. Uh, to be a little nosy. Uh, she's been just kind of showing up to houses and people aren't there. And, oh, look, the door's open. Oh, look, there's a secret tunnel to your house you might not have known about. Um, she's 100% stolen jewels off of Reginald's psychotic altar. She probably steals at least one a day. Um, just gonna, She hasn't noticed yet. Um, it's Reginald's, though. She wasn't surprised by that. I think the only house she probably won't go into is Cote tars But that's mostly because of Macchiac, and he's not involved in this. <laughs> <laughs>
3: he's not part of the scheme! <laughs>
2: uh, so I don't... I, I don't know how, how much everyone is okay with me having, like, to their house. Which, if so, Silva you know what i'm about to ask you nira has found it um and i would can i do an arcana check or something
4: yes i would say so because she kind of she erases it like when she's done but Mm -hmm. chalk does leave an imprint so um i'd say you see you see chalk you see it's been smeared you see there have been various shapes drawn on like it seems a circle seems to be more popular but you can tell that other types of things have been kind of like scrawled over it um, as well Um, maybe some squares, triangles uh, stars, things like that Um, yeah, Hope could I have her roll like a uh, arcana check and if it's very good give her maybe something extra juicy very good (laughs) very good, okay cool it was not the good. It was a, it's a nine.
2: It's,
0: it's oh, a nine. Okay. Yeah. no chicken problems. Yeah. Every time you try to get close to me <laughs>
3: It's So
6: <funny>.
2: begging <laughs> you to roll well. Right? Um, you play a song with sand, natural 20, investigate silver.
3: <laughs> no. Yeah, right, yep, 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 yep.
2: She's my she's
4: my heat, I can't ever defeat her. <laughs> I am your arch nemesis. I'll say that you uh can tell that a lot of these symbols. It's it's like seeing a kid write, you know, the quick brown fox jumped over the lazy dog. There's like a lot of simplistic arcane yeah. symbols that beginners would use. Um, you're not entirely quite sure of the intention of what it's trying to do, uh, but you can tell that it is an attempt at magic. Uh, specifically uh, written. Okay. Would be, which would be in the realm of wizards, typically. You also see the books on the shelf, I think, too.
2: Okay. Uh, She'll make note of all the things she finds, um, but nothing will be disturbed. She'll put everything back. She doesn't actually take anything from Silva. Uh, I think the only person who gets things stolen, Reginald for sure loses loses jewels (laughs) on that thing. Uh, Partly doing to help him. Um, (laughs) Everyone is missing one cup. It is now in Nira's home. It is your cup when you come to visit. Oh, Um, So anyone who has come to visit would have gotten your cup. Uh, And like I said, she's just writing and being nosy. She's also kind of giving, um, she is over at David's more, but it's visible. She hasn't been sneaking around David's because she is suspicious.
1: There's always like a snack in the room
2: (laughs) when you kind of
1: come up. It's like just like a little snack Jesus waiting goodness, for you. But it
2: always gets eaten. <laughs> I feel like it has little, little taste cards. I leave little notes about how the, these hints and flavors work together.
0: <laughs> um, anything else, Nira? Uh that's that's it.
2: She she does a lot of things with people, like the fighting and the the stuff with David. But that, that's her background stuff. Is being sneaky
0: nira you may have grown more than most people here as learning to fight learning about silva being sneaky and rummaging through people's houses and stealing little things um i'm gonna say you're gonna get a plus one to your level sleight of hand (laughs) <laughs> yeah.
3: okay. uh, one quick note on about the table that we're all sitting at. Mm-hmm. It is an automagical lazy susan. So <laughs> as he like pours out the carafe like uh, into these cups, uh, you see him like whisper a word in gith, and it just <laughs> over to. Um, whoever he essentially said, because he's essentially saying your name in game Aww. and pouring your tea, and it is automatically popping over to whoever he says.
0: So, as this month has gone by, you guys have had inklings of talking about what to do next, but you guys did take the time to not think about it. You know, you. Um, a
3: little.
0: (laughs) Yeah, unless you're David. David's
1: David's been journaling,
0: (laughs) and it finally has come to the moment that you guys decided it's time. We've had our our healing. Our we know that there's things to be done, and we need to face it. So, you guys all around this table with Mackieck as well. What would you like to do?
6: Um, I'm going to approach makiak and notice that he's get away his, from him. Notice that his cu- his cup is empty.
2: mutters under her breath.
6: His cup is empty, and I'm going. Oh, oh, let me get that for you, Master. And he quickly rushes out to get some orange juice.
0: <laughs> Maciek just like, how many times do I have to tell you, not your master?
6: Sorry, Master. Sorry, sorry. And then he goes out.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna
2: lean over to Silva and Sand, whoever's next, to me. I'm like, "This is this is weird, right?"
4: I've I've told them that.
2: <laughs>
4: I pull out. But a is handful this familiar, of, like, tools.
1: Silva? I show
2: Silva and I put put it away.
4: You said you did what?
2: I pulled out a handful of st- stones that you would have seen on his thing, and I put them away. So just so you could see them.
4: And I, <laughs> oh. <"Yeah>, nice. <laughs> I like kind of like roll my eyes at that. Like, yep.
3: <laughs> well you had your hand up.
1: I just. <laughs> yeah. if everyone kind of arrived, David has a plan to start, unless Kodatar wants to dive in on on starting the meeting.
5: Um, Oh. oh. Uh, So, has left the room, right? Yeah. So I'll just, like, look over at Mecha and be like, you know you're going to have to let that boy down gently. Time heals.
0: He just says, time heals all. (laughs)
5: <laughs> uh, but time alone heals nothing.
1: Okay, so David's gonna get up and over the big table, he's just gonna kind of put his hands like this and just sort of like that and kind of make stars, the constellations in the sky, like in front of him, and they kind of glow. And then he closes them up and opens his hand, and there's just like Overlapping map, like 3D maps, basically that like start forming in the circle, sur- like in the, on the table in front of us. And he'll open with so far, everything that we've done has been reactionary. uh We end up in a place, we end up somewhere, and it's gotten us. I don't want to say nowhere, but anyone have any better insights on the Nightmare King, or why he's doing this, or where his power could- yeah, Sam?
5: I've been thinking about it for a while, um, as to how this Nightmare King operates, and, of course, he did me over quite thoroughly. Do you remember that one champion? we all got buddy-buddy on with. I was particularly buddy-buddy on with, and I was very upset about that. Um, And he starts putting book after book onto the table, opening bits and bobs. You see, like, there's paper that he just kind of takes out, and it's kind of like those, like, folding diagrams of various bits, and um, here and goes... I think that... To be honest, I think that he requires more champions. I don't think that... This nightmare king can operate solely by himself, so he's trying to tempt uh, those that he can to his side. I mean, he's a god, right?
4: This is kind we of don't even know that last month.
5: Mm. Well, he tried to tempt me, didn't he? So, if he is a god, this isn't confirmed, but if he is a god, well, (laughs) wouldn't a god need followers?
4: Right. Right. And you said, you said that he wanted, you you said that if he knew about your family, they would willingly join. Do you? I think so, yeah. Do you think he's already contacted them?
5: (laughs) If Oh, and he opens one of the books, and you see he's, he's, um, uncomfortable, but he's doing this anyway. Um, opens a book and kind of, uh, looks at all, he goes, My... family... are not good people. I... Arguably might be an exception, I hope I am. But, with what they do, they subdued an entire, or more of, an entire continent by themselves. They are conquerors. Uh, They have swaths of people under their rule. If the Nightmare King wanted followers, I think that would be an amazing place to start. If I were the Nightmare King, I would go for corrupt, evil, despicable individuals, easily um, manipulated with power to follow, to create a bargain with, or something. My father is perfect for that.
6: Reginald will come back into the room now and give Makiak the orange juice in his cup. Says, "Here you go, master, master." Oh, oh, Serviette, yes, yep. Sorry. Um. Oh, Sam Leon. Um. Yes, right. You saying we should go to your f- family's location next? Is what you're saying, right?
5: It's a, yes. It, in in a a non-beating-around-the-bush way, I feel like that is the next logical step, and… Hold I, on. I, as much David, as I don't… Yes? David just mentioned
3: our reactiveness. We need yes. to be sure. Absolutely mm. sure. Um, he <laughs> if lo- we go looks bef- at Mac. If we, yeah, just real quick, Kodar looks at Mac, do we have access to being able to scry?
0: Yes, we do.
3: I
1: can scry.
0: We, we all go
4: do all these things and we're a month behind on checking in on them. I think we should do that now.
6: Can I add an addendum to that? This sounds like definitely the place we should go to first. Sans theorem was very much on point. If we find out that this is the place that we should go to next, perhaps we use Alcetta's portal And if Alceta's portal takes us there, maybe that will cure some of the doubts we have about Alcetta. But
3: if it doesn't take us, and what
6: if it takes us into a volcano, we don't know. If it takes us somewhere, we wait a day and we use it again. We can use it once a day, right?
1: I'm just so tired of being on my back foot every time. I'm sorry, Uh, Nira.
2: No, no, go ahead. Finish. You were saying something.
1: I'm just tired of being on my back foot of arriving somewhere. I got Reginald's brother killed because we went into a portal and I thought we were going to land on solid ground and then we could show him what we do. We ended up in the elsewhere, totally unprepared. You know, sure. It resulted in this, here now but i want if we use Alceta's portal again i would like to have the anarchs look at the lighthouse so that we can maybe we can control where it goes we need to be in charge of what we do
6: yes i agree I'm with i'm tired
1: that. of showing up if the portal takes us we're right.
6: somewhere else we do need our own method of traveling if we end up in the wrong place you're right april go ahead sorry we've been interrupting april yeah
2: can't we just get there from here like that we don't need a secret magical god portal we could just go there from here right like we could just go like we're gonna go there and there's gonna be a portal here that would take us there we don't have to hop in some mystery portal
5: there were some magical circles there yes but that was 400 years ago i don't know if they're still active I okay, we actually, go there. Yeah, then what?
2: We well, oh, we need to first. Uh, I want, think you're we right. We can still use the portal immediately to go right. somewhere we're all set of watts. Yes. But if if we if we don't want to be reactionary, shouldn't we go to a place before it's so bad that
4: we have to go there to save it immediately?
5: It's proactive. Yeah, that word. Mm. Certainly.
4: Right, and and magic's kind of having a moment right now anyways from as far as we can tell with everything that happened in limbo so i mean there's no guarantee that it could ever work right with whatever's happening with her in her Bef- gifts so, so yeah.
6: before we do leave yeah. limbo david did bring up my brother and i would like to close out that chapter but let us let us keep continuing
4: what do you mean close it out
6: yeah it's been over a month
2: no, have just been waiting? I've been
6: him sidetracked, I mean, one might even say I've forgotten about him, but I think that's just me putting my guilt in a little box that I need to face what I did and bury him properly, even if he doesn't deserve it, for me to do the right thing. You should. But let us decide on our course
3: of action first to be fair though and i mean this with absolutely no malice that doesn't require all of us
6: i didn't expect you i didn't expect anyone to join me
2: like you could go do that and we could prepare to go somewhere else and that way we don't have to do much
0: stuff. i'm
6: i'm quite too happy to face that journey by myself
0: I will go with you.
6: Master? You will go with me?
0: <sighs> Macchiac, yes. I will go with you. Um could just call him
3: Anarch if you don't want to call him by his name.
0: <laughs> Anarch is
3: good. Master Anarch, yes, I've got it.
2: I think that I think that's too informal. You should be calling him Master Macchiac of whatever realm he is the master of. The full formal title. Mackieck. Anarch
1: Supreme. <laughs> Mackieck.
2: <laughs>
3: yes, of
1: course. Lord,
2: Lord Master Mackieck, Anarch Supreme of the, of, of the Limbo.
5: Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> savior, savior of the halflings. Uh, so on, so
0: on. Of the halflings. Yes, yes, yes. Soon as we, Rachel's going to embroider that on a pillow. Yep. Mackieck looks at you all and just says, Well, San León's family aside, where do you want to go if you could go anywhere?
1: A library? The library? I, I mean, the thing is, we talk about... San, you bring up a really good point that your family would be perfect for... The Nightmare King to coerce how do you know they already weren't he got to power and he got to where he was somehow from some means and he couldn't have done it alone I don't think so if we just go into a den of vampires we have so little information going in I think we need to research I think we could find what is what is there any history of this Nightmare King are they really a Nightmare King? Or is that a guise they wear? Every time we've done something that makes us feel like we're getting closer, it feels like we're farther away. And I just, I fear going right into a, a literal den of vampires right off the bat. Kodatar, uh,
3: what, what are your thoughts? Uh, Question for the DM. Could I, um, considering some of that time, could I have done some research on that? Yes. While, during this month? Um, Let's see if, um, with the help of the Floating City and the Anarchs, um, dug anything up.
0: Um, What exactly are you looking for?
3: Um, Any other stories about nightmares becoming real that we are not familiar with um, that may have been written down here? um, And cross-reference that with what we have experienced in the Prime Material.
0: Uh, give me a history check at advantage.
3: So glad you said that, because I'm, that's a straight roll for me. (laughs)
0: Uh,
3: Did I
1: give him guidance?
0: Okay.
3: There it is. Ooh, four. Uh, so that, that is a 15.
0: You did find one book in the Floating Cities Library, a dusty old book far in the back. And it speaks of this happening once before, something similar. A war between dreams and nightmares. There was a manifest of thoughts that came to fruition across the material plane and this battle ended in a stalemate the gods of both sides destroying each other and there was a time of a hundred years where nobody dreamed and nobody had nightmares until one day they respond.
3: How long ago would that respond have been from where we are right now, time wise?
0: For the prime material plane, um, 2,500 years.
4: So, so, so I'll the, share
3: that with the class. <laughs> cool,
4: cool. I was say, a uh, clarification the The war lasted 100 years, or the people didn't have dreams for 100 years?
0: The people didn't have this. dreams for 100 years. Yep. The battle lasted nearly six months, okay. but it was a rampant. It, it had magic that no one could control. The, was the there power any... of dreams. And nightmares uh, has no bounds.
1: So you say that it was fought on the prime plane, where there like armies for each side that were not just dreams. Like, is there anything about who followed, who took part in this war?
0: Kotatar, give me a history check for that. Guidance. The reading. guidance
3: is it a straight roll this time Wait. um
1: yeah uh, can, uh, I, can I also be looking at the book because I have good sure. good readings yeah, I read good
0: sure if he brought the book to you then yeah sure absolutely so So um. both of you give me a straight check myself. straight roll uh, okay oh
3: uh, 15 on the
0: die
1: Can I have guidance or no?
3: Yeah, you can have guidance. You didn't didn't guide me, so go for it.
1: New year, new me, 26. Hey! Whoa. 18 on the die.
0: There... There was... an elven king... Uh, a, a ruler of great armies who harvest gold, silver, and platinum. And their armor is is known across the world as the most powerful armor. That is what they're known for. They took up arms with the dreams and the Nightmares enlisted beasts of the Prime Material. Any creature that could not speak was plagued with the Nightmares until they joined. So it was was beasts and Nightmares versus an army a large army of elven kind with the dreams everyone else maybe a few uh, worshippers but did not fight
1: does the taking over of the animals remind david anything of like by druidic means That feels real druid, and that's scary.
0: Absolutely. Um, give me a survival check.
1: I have an extra plus one to that now. Yeah,
0: you do.
3: Oh, look at that, mm, it's coming in handy. You see
0: all all right. of us have how long ago?
1: Still me. 25. I got an eight.
0: Twenty five hundred years. An eight. Uh. You get the idea that there is something lingering in all the animals that are ancestors of the nightmares, uh, of those that fought with the nightmares. Uh, a lingering evil, a lingering pain. See, That's... David knew it.
3: Animals suck. <laughs> right? Additional question. And then yes. I-, I probably s- I won't have any others for now, at least. <laughs> Um, where did this stalemate battle take place?
0: On the edge of the Primaterial Plane and the Feywild. The
6: hmm. Hmm.
3: Show that with the class as well. So, I think
6: Team, what's a thought? What should we do?
3: I think scrying needs to happen first.
1: (laughs) I can scry right now if you want me to.
3: Go for it. But also, if we have the means...
0: What? Tell me about scrying. I've used it a couple times, but let's get this right.
1: Very
3: magical.
0: Yes.
1: Mm
3: -hmm. Very magic. Very, very cool.
1: (laughs) You can see in here a particular creature you choose that is on the same plane of ex well, scrying's useless these days. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing's on the same plane.
6: We know it's we uh, so the same thing of existence.
1: Buddy. The target must make a wisdom saving throw, which is modified by how well you know the target, the sort of physical connection you have to it. If the target knows you're casting the spell, it can fail the saving throw voluntarily if it wants to be observed. And then it has some modifiers. Secondhand information I've heard of it, plus five. Firsthand, um, I've met the target.
0: So, Makiak sees you trying and then. Un- understanding that you cannot reach outside of this plane places both of his hands on your shoulder and they begin to glow and you feel Macchiac's boost of magical energy and he just whispers to you, you must choose a plane and I can help you scry there.
1: Uh, and who am I trying to scry on again? will look at, uh, at Sunleon.
5: Tell me about your paw. I would say that, uh, his name is Taddeus. Hildebrand. Description. <sighs> well, he's, um, I'm too to far him. now. He's tall, very tall, a lot taller than I am. Bigger, imposing. Uh, he almost always wears um, some form of um, half plate and covered with a cloak. He has a goatee and has sort of black slicked back hair. Maybe it's silvered over age, I'm not sure. Although, I guess he hasn't aged at all. He has eyes like mine. In fact, her facial features are rather similar.
1: I'm going to ask you a really weird question. Do you have a body part? A lock of hair? A bit of nail or something like that? <laughs> well, I suppose... Give a, a, a piece of clothing, something that they've owned. It, it'll make it easier to find them.
5: This belt that I'm wearing... Um, Was from the castle. Take off your pants. I mean, give me the belt.
2: (laughs) 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 Uh...
5: My pants aren't going to slip down without the belt. It's just when I'm running around. I just need, I need the item. Yes, all right. Uh, Pull off this. It's rather worn leather. Um, It's like everything Um, else on him is quite clean.
0: Makiak actually looks at you and says... I think it would be stronger if you give us a lock of your hair, San Leon. Oh yeah, I
5: guess that would work. Sort Uh, of genetic code. Blood of the relatives and so on, yes? Or just give me your blood. (laughs) You are not the father. (laughs) What do you want? Do you want blood or do you want hair?
0: Just a lock of hair. Uh. No.
5: You see him just (laughs) kind of grab... um, David David puts a knife back in his pants. (laughs) Bucket, <laughs> the dagger that Kojitar uh, does exactly
3: the same thing that David
5: does. Uh, gifted by Kojitar, uh, flips it around in his hand and just cuts a little bit of hair off, just a lock, uh, and then hands it over.
1: And then I will take that item and I will start tracing lines in the air and creating star. You know, star shines where it comes. And then I will uh, create more just shapes through the stars. And then I put my hands to it. And just since this is my first time ever using, I think, a level five spell, um, I'll pulse. And an image of almost everybody in our party pulses and wraps around me and comes back
0: in. David, you are instantly stretched and pulled back together and stretched, and you're traveling through your mind. You feel yourself begin to melt until everything falls away and then comes into view. And you find yourself in a castle, a large room, and you see a very tall, well-built man.
1: I'm in a castle, very large room. I see it's all well-built, man.
5: Oh, yeah.
0: Back is turned to you. And you hear him speaking to someone. And then he stops. And he turns around and makes eye contact with you. And that's where we end tonight.
6: <laughs> Good ending. All
0: right, thank you, everybody. Nice. Thank you so much for coming back uh, after the break with us. Thank you to everyone back, who watched baby. live with us. We appreciate you, everyone who watches on YouTube, listens to our podcast. We're so happy to be back with the new year. Yeah, we'll be back next week to see what happens next. Bye bye. Happy New Year. But oh, we just playing. <laughs>
5: Mm-hmm. 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 Mm-hmm.
0: My friend, I see you've changed your face. My friend, what game you play today?